and this is the Arsenal with the fifth Arsenal podcast. The fifth, right after the fourth. We just had the fourth a week ago. The third was like two months before that. And now a week later, we already got the fifth one. So I'm trying to do it more regularly, so hopefully that makes everyone happy. Except for the people who hate listening to me. Probably make them kind of pissed off. But uh, yeah, got a lot to go over today, even though it's just a week since the last one. Uh, We got the... AGM meeting yesterday, and a lot of stuff was gone over, foreign investment takeovers, etc. Um, Arsene Wenger talking about fan support. Um, we'll go over some of your emails that you sent in. William Gallas is in the news again, not for the right reasons. So I'll talk about him because you know how I love doing that. Um, We'll read some user comments. We'll go over the Everton match and the Fenerbahce match. Preview West Ham and Tottenham. And other than that, we'll just see where it goes. So sit back, relax, have a coffee or a Coke, beer, whatever suits your fancy, and enjoy. So first things first, we'll talk about the Everton and Fenerbahce matches, and we both we won both of them, so that was good. Um, Everton was last Saturday, and I no sooner had gotten my stream up and running on my computer than we were one nil down, and I thought, oh bloody hell, not again. And I watched the first half, and it was still one nil, and then I had to leave to go coach my team because I coach in a team of under 8s. And we're 3-3-1 three, three, and one at the moment. But uh, that's beside the point. So I missed the second half. And I came home. And the final was 3-1 to one to Arsenal. So I was thrilled. Nasri scored right after he came back from his injury. Van Persie scored, which is good because he hasn't scored that many. He's been out of form a little bit. And then... Theo Walcott. Theo Walcott scored, and it was a good comeback. I'm pretty happy about it because Everton weren't in the best form. They haven't won in ages. I can't remember exactly how long, but since like the second or third match, I think. So we need to beat them, especially at home, and we got the job done. So that's about as much as I saw that one. But I did get to see all of the Fenerbahce match. And that one was a wild one. Uh, Sesk played Adebayor through almost right away. I think it was the 10th minute. And uh, Adebayor ran 20 yards or so and got it in the net. And then right away, the Watt scored almost the same type of goal. Just a breakaway one-on-one with a keeper. Yeah, one minute. it was one minute later. And so that was two goals in two games for Theo. And he's really, really come into his own. He has. He's been scoring. He's been lights out. He's using his pace. But then he's also using his finishing ability. We saw it when he was at Southampton, just on highlights and stuff. But... We were wondering, you know, when was he going to start scoring goals? It took him forever. His first goal didn't come until against Chelsea. 
and then he didn't score that many. I mean, he's playing on the wing, but he's he's scoring goals now from the wing, and, and that's what we needed. Nazri's been able to score goals, and we're getting some goals from our wingers, which is something we haven't had since Perez and Youngberg. Kleb never scored. Rosicki sometimes scores, but he's not healthy enough to do it regularly. So it's it's great to see Walcott really coming in his own. He's looked good for England. He's looked good for Arsenal. And five million pounds we paid for him with like some incentives. Brilliant, brilliant signing. Five million. I mean, what did Liverpool pay for Torres? Thirty million. Okay, Walcott. I don't know if he'll ever be as good as Torres. But twenty-five million less. I'd take Walcott in a heartbeat. He's still young. He can still get a lot better. But back to the match. Um, next, Fenerbahce scored. We were 2-0 up, and Danny Guiza, I think, took a shot, and it bounced off Sylvester into the net. And my first thought was sabotage. He came from Manchester and just wanted to score on our net. But, no, I, I don't think he really did. But... I was a little pissed off about it. But right after, Diaby, El Diablo, we'll call him now. We got that from Joaquin, who got it from the Spanish commentators for our match. But El Diablo was fantastic. He didn't get to play the whole time because he was just back from injury. He didn't have enough fitness. But when he was on, he was, I think, the best player out there. He was everywhere. I mean... That that's also part of the problem is that he was everywhere because you wonder if he could play a holding role. He likes to move forward a lot, which could leave the back too open. But in this match, it was perfect. He his goal. He got the pass uh, on the left side of the box. Keeper charged out kind of towards him, and he just used his left foot and got it into the far corner. Probably probably could have been saved, but it wasn't, and we were up 3-1. Then we scored again to start the second half, and it was Alex Song. And he scored a rocket volley. Song didn't have the best game, I don't think. I don't think any of our defense did. I mean, we did have a messed up defense. Abue, Sylvester, Song, and, and Clichy. But the defense looked a little shaky. Song looked shaky at best. But he did get a goal. So, it's fine with me. It was a great goal. Good job for Song. And then young Aaron Ramsey came on and finished it off in the 90th minute after they'd gotten one back. So, finished 5-2. Good performance offensively. Great attacking football. Um, Fenerbahce really allowed the game to open up. And as that's the way Arsenal like it. So, it was good for us that we could use our passing and movement game, get some free-flowing football going, and our attacking prowess was more than theirs. We came out on top, but the defense was a problem. And, I mean, it, you wonder, is it just in their heads or in the water or something? Why can no one play center back at this club? Since, since well, I mean... So Campbell and Colo Torre were a brilliant partnership. Where's that? Oh, we sold Sol Campbell to Portsmouth. And he's still a pretty good player. He's, I mean, he's not great. He's decent. 
But he's better than Torrey and Gallas. He's better than Song and Sylvester. Those partnerships aren't working. I think Dejuru might be the key. I think a lot of people say that. But who knows? So that's the last two fixtures that we've had. Two wins. Always nice. We're top of the group in the Champions League. We're not top of the league, but we are higher than Tottenham. We still haven't managed to get a win. So it's a good place to be. Now, uh, let's go to some emails real quick. Just a few of them. Alright. Dear Arsenal, do you think there is any way you could get me a tryout at Arsenal? My current team aren't doing so well, and I'd love a chance to play in a quality side. Signed, David Bentley. Hmm. Don't think that's really from David Bentley, but... But yeah, his team are shite. So he could use a tryout. Too bad he wasn't even good enough to play for Arsenal. So, uh... Okay, got another one here. It's from Rob in Portland. A man has been found dead in the river. He was wearing a Spurs shirt, stockings, suspenders, and high-heeled shoes. Police had to remove the shirt to remove further embarrassment to his family. That's pretty good. Good joke, Rob. That would be embarrassing. Alright, one more. And then we'll move on to something else. Arsenal. Why do you even have a blog? You can't be a real Arsenal fan if you don't go to all the matches. Sign. The guy who thinks you have to live in England to support Arsenal. Yeah. That seems to be the opinion of a lot of people. You're not allowed to, you know, watch a game on TV if you don't live in London. It's not like Arsenal are trying to market it around the world or anything. Yeah, you're right. Guy that lives in London with your season ticket. You're right. Nobody else is allowed to support it. Cunt. Don't get me wrong. I like season ticket holders and people that can afford to go to the matches. But don't tell me I'm not a fan because I don't live there. I hate that. I support the Jaguars and the Seminoles here. Guess what? If you live in Asia and you want to support them, I'm all, I'm all for it. I wish everyone supported all the teams I liked. Wouldn't the world be a better place if there were no Tottenham fans and all Arsenal fans? I think that'd be great. You could get along fine with everybody then. So yeah, don't tell me I'm not a fan just because I don't live in London. Not everyone can. It's not big enough. But yeah, on to William Gallas. Gallas is in trouble again. No, it's not for shoddy defense or letting people score on set pieces. Or even being a terrible captain. No, this time it's for smoking cigarettes. A story came out today... The last night in the early, early morning, Gallas was was spotted, and they got a picture of him coming out of a nightclub with a cigarette in his mouth. Okay, the cigarette wasn't lit, but you don't walk around with an unlit cigarette in your mouth to look cool. So, he's smoking cigarettes and going to nightclubs while he's injured? That, that's, that's the good leadership he provides? That's, uh, that's going to motivate the team, encourage them to get some good results, yeah? Um, 
Arsene Wenger reacted to it. He was pretty pissed off. He said, I didn't see the picture. I've been informed, but I don't like that. I will check that with him. He has a responsibility as captain of Arsenal Football Club. That cannot be accepted. It is a public job with a public responsibility, and therefore, it is exactly the same for everybody. So Arsene's pissed. I'd be pissed too. If you play professional football for a club like Arsenal, don't smoke. You can smoke when you retire. Why do you need to when you're playing? That's not going to help you. That's not a good example or anything for the rest of the team. So so why why do we let William Gallas get away with everything? He can have a breakdown at Birmingham. He can play terrible defense. And he's out smoking cigarettes, going to nightclubs while he's injured. And he'll be right back in the side. I'm, I'm sure he'll be back for the game against West Ham. With the captain's armband, still playing terrible defense. We just let Galas get away with anything he wants. And I, I've never seen him play well enough to deserve that. He's not Thierry Henry. Thierry Henry, we would probably all forgive for just about anything. If Thierry Henry had 10 bad matches in a row, it didn't matter. You put him out there. It's not the same with William Gallas. He's not that type of player. He's not that good. I'm sick of it. If you want to set an example and be a captain, don't go out to the nightclub and start smoking while you're while you're injured. That's not that's not how a captain leads, Gallas. But yeah. It's enough of that. Uh on to the Arsenal general meeting took place yesterday. All the shareholders at least the big shareholders, maybe not every shareholder, but a bunch of them go and they can ask questions. Peter Hillwood talks, Arsene Wenger talks, a bunch of people do. And Peter Hillwood talked about foreign investment, specifically, I would guess, Alisher Usmanov. And a lot of people have been worried about that, but PHW tries to kind of squash that. He says, we will strive to maintain the custodianship of the club as it is. We do not want control handed over to somebody who has not got Arsenal in their blood. Rest assured, we're not going to sell out to the first man who comes along. And the first man who comes along is Usmanov, and they're not going to sell to him. I I read somewhere that Usmanov might even sell his shares in Arsenal. Because he realizes he's not going to get any more. If he does, it'll be a long way coming, he could buy another club first. I love that Arsenal doesn't have foreign ownership. Actually, I don't care if it's foreign ownership. I just like it being owned by fans. You know? It's great. We're one of the only clubs still like that. I hope it stays that way. Then, uh, Arsene Wenger spoke next. And this one is a little, little frustrating. Uh, he was talking about fan support and he says hold on let me pull this up real quick he says that the fans are not giving the team the support they deserve and saying the fans need to show belief in the side to help them secure some silverware rather than criticizing them and Arsenal Labradoodle sent in this email. And he's saying that he thinks 
Wenger's half right. Like when he sees people in, I'll just read it. When he sees people in great seats leaving the Hull game with over 10 minutes left in regular time with Arsenal down by one goal, it's simply disgusting. On the other hand, you could throw a parade every day for these guys, and if you think it is going to make a difference between us winning the league and not winning, then you have the wrong team. And I think I think Labradoodle's more right than Arsene Wenger. Okay, yes, sometimes the fans aren't as loud as they maybe could or should be, and no, you w- wouldn't want anyone to be leaving before the match is over, but... It's home to Hull. That's a game you should win. That's a game where expectations are built up. Arsene Wenger has made us the side we are. Uh, supposedly a free-flowing, attacking side. Who wins? And you don't lose to teams like Hull at home. And the other thing is, when you pay for a ticket, you you should be able to do whatever you want. If you want to leave with 10 minutes left, how do you know those people didn't have to go to work? Okay, they probably all didn't have to. But maybe people actually had a reason they needed to leave. And they're pissed off. I'd be pissed off if we couldn't beat Hull. I was pissed off we didn't beat Hull. That's a team you gotta you gotta beat. So, I don't think that the fans support, I don't think if we sing an extra song at one match, it's gonna be the difference between winning and losing. I mean, when you aren't on a big side like that, are there 50,000 fans singing then? No. You still have to win the match. I mean, some of it's got to be self-motivation, which some of the players just don't have. So then it's down to the manager or the captain to motivate them. And they've got to be able to do that because it shouldn't be the job of the fans to let the team win. The team needs to be able to win without that because it's not always going to be there. When you're having a terrible performance, yeah, people are going to get pissed off and people aren't going to want to sing when you're getting crushed by a team like Hull or Fulham. It's just not how it is. Let's be realistic. Those aren't good teams. Okay, Hull has had a decent start to the year. Would anyone say that they're going to stay up there? No. No, I don't think so. So, I think the comments were a little bit out of line by Arson. Okay? It's it's your job, Arson, to make the team win. It shouldn't be the fans' responsibility to allow the team to win. Alright, uh, a few more emails we'll do now. Let's see. Um, just a few facts here from Josh. Joshua. This is real life stuff. Okay, whenever Robbie Keane leaves a club, the next season they get relegated. Think about it. It's it's true. If Tottenham get relegated this year, then that'll that'll be the case. Every time he leaves a club, they'll have been relegated the next year. Another thing, Gareth Bale has never played in a Tottenham league win. That's great stuff. That's that's a great fact. Uh, he also, Josh also sends in, uh, it's a a long thing, so I don't have time to read it, but a great piece on Herbert Chapman, probably one of the most innovative managers ever, 
for any club, not just for Arsenal. Um, good email, Josh. Keep it coming. Let's see what else we got here. Dear Arsenal, I recently listened to your podcast, and I have to say that the comments that you made about William Gallas were completely untrue, almost even blasphemous. How can you even consider yourself a gunner if you don't even have faith in the skipper? I personally believe that he was one of the best acquisitions in Arsenal history. Um, that's absolutely mental. He's, he's one of the worst signings in our history. Not really one of the worst. But it's close. That guy is awful. And everything I've said about him is, is right. Sorry. He's a terrible captain. He's not a good defender. I wish he never played again. Ever. Okay. That was from Skinny Pete in Philadelphia. Alright, here's another one. Dear Scumbag. Good start. I can't possibly tell you how much I disagree with everything you say on your website. You bash all the other teams in the Premiership, and you don't even address any flaws with your own team. All hail the high and mighty Gunners who have no problems with anyone in their squad. You disgust me. From Jimmy in Bristol. Thanks, Jimmy. Good email. Actually, I talk about the flaws of our team quite a lot. Here's another one. Arsenal. Arsenal FC are almost as good as the Los Angeles Galaxy. Signed, Landon and Los Angeles. Awesome. Landon Donovan. Emailer. That's pretty good. And here, last one for the day. Hey, Arsenal. I really enjoyed your last podcast. It was a much better way to spend 24 minutes of my life than the match against Stoke that I went to. Signed, Tottenham fan. Yeah, I'd imagine. I'd imagine 24-minute podcast is, is much better than any Tottenham match this season. But yeah, losing a Stoke got to be rough. Um, it's pr pretty much all the uh, emails. Next week, you can get some in, and I'll read them too. Best email of the day? Um, whoever sent in the David Bentley one. That was a good one. I like that. David Bentley does need a tryout with Arsenal. I don't think he'd make it, but it's got to be better than playing for Spurs right now. Okay, so let's preview the upcoming matches. We got West Ham, and we have Tottenham. And the good news, I guess it's supposedly good news, is uh, Torre and Gallas are going to be back for the West Ham match. And today a story came out that says even Sanya has a small percent chance of playing. But at least if we have Colo and Galas back, we probably won't see Song and Sylvester together because I didn't think that worked. I mean, I don't think Colo and Galas work, but I don't want to see Song and Sylvester again. Um, West Ham seemed to give us some trouble. Uh, they gave us the first ever loss at the Emirates. Um, I hate them. Remember that foul that Mark Noble had on Hleb where he, like, tore the shit out of his knee? Thought it was going to be a really bad injury, but it was just, like, bruising. I hate that guy, too. 
I hate West Ham. I think we'll win. We seem to be in decent attacking form. We've got Nasri and Walcott going. Walcott still hasn't had a rest after the international break, so you know it's going to be coming. I don't know if it'll be this one, this match, but... I mean, if it's going to be one of the next two matches, I'd like it to be against West Ham because I want him to score against Spurs and show us all how much he hates them as much as we do. So, he might do that, but I, I don't know. Because he'd need a Boué to play right back if Sanya's not fit. So, who knows. But I think we'll win. I'm going to say 2-0. Yeah, we'll say 2-1. We'll probably give up a goal. We'll, we'll score first. They'll score after that. And then we'll get the winner. It'll be Sesk. Sesk is the man. And then after that, the following Wednesday, we have Tottenham at home. And if you can't get up for that match and you're a supporter, then there's a problem. You you shouldn't be going to the match. I mean, I I know I said that you should do whatever you want, but it's, it's Tottenham at home. They haven't even won a game yet. They they aren't gonna beat us at home. They shouldn't beat us away. They shouldn't. I mean, if they can't beat Stoke, then they shouldn't be able to beat us ever. But everyone needs to be singing and dancing and hollering. Apparently, the stewards at the matches are a big pain about that. Uh. So hopefully. I don't know. Maybe somebody should throw something at him. That probably won't help. Never mind. Think of a new plan. If everyone just stood up and was singing, I don't think, I don't think they could stop you all. So try that. But um, yeah. Like I said, I think out of buy or score versus Spurs, probably four, five, maybe seven times. He hates them. He loves scoring against him. It's great. He's like Pires. Pires always scored against him. But Adebayor's got four or five goals against him already, I think. So, um, that's about it. I don't think I have anything else. Probably missing something. I probably told you I was going to go over something, and then I forgot, like, while I was doing this. Oh, oh, good news, good news. Ooh, that was probably really loud. But, um, two quick things. Eduardo is going to be back in three weeks, which is awesome. When you think about it, he just got hurt near the end of February. And that was freaking a brutal injury. But it's Ed freaking Eduardo. And he's going to be back in three weeks. Which is before Thomas Rosicki and... Nobody even knows what Thomas Rosicki's injury is. Did he have his leg amputated or something? Trying to work out a bionic leg? I don't know. But Eduardo's going to be back. And I can't wait. I can't wait. I wish we played Birmingham the day he came back. So he could score 17 goals. And then also kick Martin Taylor in the face. Just be like, ha. I'm back already, and now I kicked you in the face. That'd be awesome. But he's going to be back. Everyone should give him a freaking huge ovation. I'm sure you will. And uh, the other quick thing is Dennis Bergkamp said he wants to come and coach at Arsenal, which is great. Sign him now. 
No, we didn't have a lot of experience, but he can learn. It's Dennis Bergkamp. He's an Arsenal god. So, sign him? Come on, Wenger. He already, Arsene Wenger said Bergkamp will be a fantastic coach. Sign him. That'd be great. He could really work with Robin Van Persie. And everyone else, too, but I think he'd, I think he'd really help Van Persie. But that's about all I've got. This one's a little longer. Almost 30 minutes. Should I just ramble for 30 more seconds so I could so I can make 30 minutes? Let's uh yeah, let, let's do that. Let's just find some some nonsense here. Uh my computer is slow. But um hmm pretty good ending to the podcast here me just saying um and hmm. I don't know. I don't really have much else. I've gone over like everything. If you want me to read your email, write it. Arsenal at arsenal.com. Say anything. I mean, you heard people said they liked the podcast. Other people said they hate it. Other people just left jokes, comments, and get in whatever you want. I'll give you a prize if you're picked as the winner. But uh, I'll see you all on the blog throughout the week. Try to do another podcast next Friday. It's the best chance I have to do them. So, that's about it. Hope you enjoyed it. Leave your comments. And, um, other than that, up the mighty gunner. Let's get a win. <laughs>